Hello, hello, everyone. Hope you are doing and feeling absolutely amazing today. My name is Christian. I'm a spiritual mentor, and you are listening to another episode of Talks from Your Virtual Sister Circle. So before we get into today's episode, again, I hope everyone is feeling good. I want to let you guys know that we're going to be starting our fourth book in the Enlightened Reads book club in a couple of weeks. Enlightened Reads is a book club that I created before your virtual sister circle, but the virtual sister circle was basically like a baby of the book club. I wanted a space where we could come together and share different healing tips, have conversation, vent sessions, all of that good stuff. So I created your virtual sister circle, but the book club is still up and running. We just finished our third book, Atomic Habits, which was all about creating good habits. And now we're going to be on our fourth book um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza. We're going to be reading Becoming Supernatural. I've already started it and it absolutely is whoa you know I'm really really looking forward to getting into it the book club however is going to be getting into the book in the next couple of weeks I'm thinking I'll start in two or three weeks I want to give us a little bit of a break because for the last three books we've been back to back to back to back to back so I'm super excited to get into it. And if you are an avid reader, definitely check us out at Enlightened Reads. I post about the book club at your virtual sister circle on Instagram as well. So you can check it out there too. But yes, make sure you guys get into the book club. I feel like the fall is always such a good time to start reading. If you have goals to read more, you're more cozy, you're inside more. And you know, I love cuddling up with a book in the fall. When it's the summer, I'm trying to be outside. I'm not even gonna lie. I love books. I have a huge bookshelf, but child when it's hot outside I'm trying to be hot you know what I'm saying I'm trying to be hot with the weather but we have a great book um, that is probably going to take us about two to three months to read it is a lot of information um, but I'm really really looking forward to it so yes make sure you guys check out the book club let's get into today's video so today I want to talk about confidence I want to talk about your ego I want to talk about humility and just the balance between all of those things the balance of you know breaking down your ego so you can be more open to new things so you can be more objective so you can just release yourself from the things that other people do to you and not be so affected by those things and still being able to be confident because confidence and ego unfortunately go hand in hand you know what I'm saying if you become too confident you can end up being narcissistic you know or end up having narcissistic traits that you didn't have beforehand or end up you know developing an ego that allows you to not be able to be humble and I feel like I have come full circle in this of course everything that I talk to you guys about is stuff that I've learned of course just on my own journey of life and I really feel I've come full circle in being very, very confident once upon a time, completely losing my confidence, getting confident in the wrong reasons, getting confident in the wrong reasons again and again and again. And now I'm finding my way back to myself. Also my humility, you know what I'm saying? Understanding my ego on a different level. And I really feel like I know myself on a completely different level. Now I'm young, I'm 27. So I'm sure in a year or in six months, I'm going to feel like I know myself more, but my confidence has always been on the borderline of being um, conceited, absolutely, and also on the borderline of, you know, having a few narcissistic traits here and there, but definitely through relationships and friendships, I've learned that I'm not always right, you know, that I am in the wrong sometimes, that sometimes I'll have to apologize, sometimes I'll have to be the one being taught, you know, and that's totally okay, and sometimes your ego will, you know, make you feel like you can't ever be wrong, you can't ever accept criticism. But all of that is, you know, getting into what we're going to be getting into today. So 
let's just get started talking about confidence and the balance, the delicate balance of confidence. Because of course you want to be confident in your ability to do whatever you want to do, be who you want to be, get the things that you need. Of course, confidence is really the base of most of the work that you do in this life. You know, whether you're working on self-love or um, releasing certain things from your past or redefining your boundaries, redefining your worth, all of that really is rooted in your self-confidence and how you feel about yourself. But there is a fine line between confidence and stepping into a space where your ego gets out of control. So let's just go ahead and talk about some different situations where that might happen. Like, let's say, you know, you were, um, I also feel like these things happen over time. Like I remember being in spaces where I feel like I never had a voice. I feel like I could never speak up about what was wrong. I feel like I could never really tell somebody, hey, I don't like this, I don't appreciate it, and they'll listen and really give a fuck. I felt like my presence in a lot of people's lives, um, you know, at one point or other just wasn't really that important to them. And, you know, my presence was obviously something that was not really mandatory in their eyes. I was just kind of just there. So my voice didn't really matter that much. My energy didn't matter that much. My opinion in my... Um, you know, thoughts didn't really matter that much. So I've been in spaces like that that have kind of, you know, developed me into someone that is always going to speak up no matter what, no filter, no matter what. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to speak my mind. But that isn't always the best thing either because you want to be able to articulate yourself in a way that gets you what you really want. And I think that that really is something to keep in mind on this journey, you know, that you want to be in a space where you are getting what you want out of confidence. You know, your confidence is bringing you self-love. It's bringing you self-worth. It's helping you know you're deserving. It's helping you instill your boundaries. It's helping you to take more risks and go after bigger things and believe in yourself more. You know, you want to have a goal in mind because if you don't, you can develop all kinds of confidence. You know, the confidence that is piggybacking off of anger because you feel you're most confident when you're yelling at somebody and cussing somebody out. You know what I'm saying? It's like you feel confident in that moment. It might not necessarily be the type confidence you thought you were looking for but you feel some kind of confident you know in that moment or you get yourself to a place where you um you lie a lot and you start to manipulate people because you know you can you know you can be very confident in your ability to be very persuasive and make people believe whatever you have to say and charm people you know if you were never one of the cool kids or the popular kids and now you have blossomed into you know adulthood I'm definitely a late bloomer who blossomed in college coming into adulthood um and I I don't really feel like that makes me a late bloomer. I feel like that's an average bloomer. I feel like the average person, you know, you're supposed to be a dweeb in high school. You're supposed to be awkward. You're supposed to be finding yourself and seeing where you fit in. And then I feel like in college, when you get to be around different people, meet different people, be around people and, you know, traditions and cultures that you've never seen for the first time, possibly live outside of your house for the first time. I feel like that's when you really can blossom and blossom and find yourself. But we all know a few people who've peaked in high school, no tea, no shade. But you want to um, think about the moment of your peak. You know, think about the moment when you step into the space of your most confident. You know, how do you want to feel in that space? What do you want your confidence to give you? Because it's easy to become a mean girl once you finally get that confidence. And I definitely know some people who were awkward in high school, weird in high school and blossomed and now they have maybe a huge social media following or um, they're just really, really popular and they got a really good job. They boss they self up. They look fly. They grew up because to be honest, growing up and maturing 
obviously is going to level you up. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're like on drugs or something like that or just not taking care of yourself. As you grow, you're naturally going to, you know, do your hair better, do your nails better, work out more, eat out more healthy. And even if you're not working out or eating, you know, healthier, I'm sure there are people who, you know, just let themselves go over time. But usually if you have in your mind to be a better version of yourself, to keep yourself together, if that's something that you care about, if that's something that's important to you. And typically, if you're confident, you put a lot of effort into how you look and who you are. You know, all of those things are encompassing something that typically is beneath the surface. Because typically beneath the surface, you might just have a need to be heard. You know, beneath the surface, you might just have a need to be valued. And you want to feel valued without having to tell people, hey, this is my value. You know, I want to be respected without having to fight and cuss and yell and act a fool. But hey, if that's what I got to do to get it, then that's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what it could turn into very, very quickly, especially if you get a taste of what it's like to be respected. If you get a taste of what it's like to not have to be worried about getting picked last, you know, if you get a taste of what it's like to be attractive to the opposite sex or, you know, whatever sex you into, you know what I'm saying? If you never had a lot of luck dating and you were always weird and awkward and you finally start getting all of this attention um, and you just blossom and you're getting more attention from people, you're able to date more and be around people more, you know, you might go a little crazy or you might start feeling like that might define your worth or, you know, it's a lot of things that can piggyback off of what comes into our life when we are elevating or blossoming or stepping up into a space of being more confident. Even in a space of career, if you end up getting a better job or something, you could become a workaholic and not give yourself the time that you need. So you want to remember your intention. If you step into a space to be more confident with whatever intention, let's stay with, say with the um, with the job example. So if you go into this job to make more money, to save more, to travel more, to discover new things, to have the ability and the accessibility to discover new things because you have more money in your bank account, you know, and you take the job and you end up forgetting about the travel traveling, forgetting about the self-care, forgetting about the saving, and you're just working, 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 like doing reckless things with your money, not really paying attention to where your money is going, helping this person here, helping this person here, lending this person, lending this person. It's like you've put all of your effort into achieving something and now you aren't able to enjoy the benefits of it. And I feel like that's when our ego can start to step in and your ego, honey, your ego will make sure that nobody, you know what I'm saying, violates you or does you wrong. But your ego also keeps you in a space where you feel protected from things that might challenge you. You know, your ego is the thing that causes a very pretty girl who already should be confident because she's beautiful. But your ego will cause a very pretty girl, you know, her ego could definitely cause her to want to have, quote unquote, ugly friends or friends that are not as cute or not as fine or have friends around her where she tells them to wear certain stuff that isn't flattering so she can step out and shut it down or she tells them to dress down and she shows up you know dressed to the nines and we all know people who we look at them and we're like this person doesn't have a reason to be jealous of me or this person doesn't have a, have a reason to be jealous you know but you don't ever really know what's behind and underneath other people's confidence because confidence can start looking like egotist egotistical you know um different traits it can also you know 
make you hypercritical of who you are and of what you're bringing to the table. And if you feel like your looks set you apart from everybody else, hey, if you feel like someone else's looks outshadow yours, or if you feel like you can be outshadowed easily, it definitely can lead you to, you know, want to be in a space where you only have certain people around you to keep you comfortable. In reality, that's not keeping you comfortable though. It's really just fueling your ego more and more and more. And if your ego gets tested in different ways down the line, you can really react in some over the top ways and really mess up some relationships or lose some opportunities because of your ego. And the reason your ego creeps in anyway is because it's always easy to be bad and do things over the top than it is to do things in moderation. If you give a kid a bag of candy, most children are probably going to eat the entire bag of candy until they literally get sick. Until they're literally puking on themselves, they're going to be eating the candy. Some kids will eat a bunch of candy, throw up and go back and eat more candy. You know, we are just wired as human beings to have certain, you know, urges to step into spaces that make us more powerful, make us more attractive, make us more comfortable. You know, we want to be satisfied. We want leisure. We want to be pleasured any space that we can be in. And your ego lives for that. Your ego lives for attention. Your ego lives to be comfortable and satisfied and pleased at anybody's expense at anybody's expense. You know, your ego will make sure that you don't apologize to anybody so you can always look right, so you can always look smart, so you can always look like you have the upper hand. But from the outside looking in, that don't make no sense. Like you not apologizing doesn't make you smarter or more right than the person who acknowledges they're wrong and apologizes. But that's what your ego thinks. Your ego was not thinking logically. You know, your ego can keep you in a certain level when you feel like you're destined for greatness. Your ego can keep you on a level C when you really need to be a level A. When you really need to be up there with Beyonce, your ego will keep you on a level C, you know, with the with the Disney stars that don't do nothing else anymore. Your ego will keep you there to keep you comfortable. Like, let's say, for example, you have the mind and the capability to go and get a Ph.D., at a top, 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 top school, you know, and really do your thing. Now, this is the case for everybody, but your ego doesn't want competition. Your ego doesn't really want to be challenged. Your ego wants to just thrive in the place that they are already good at. So your ego can cause you to play yourself lower where you'll still be succeeding and evolving. And sometimes that isn't always your ego because sometimes we can have anxiety or fear that can cause us to play ourselves down. But trust and believe your ego is afraid. Your ego is scared. That's why your ego acts out when someone tries to point out your wrongdoing or a problem with you your ego is going to be like wait 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 if this is a problem this is why I have that problem and I'm pretty sure you caused me to have that problem I'm pretty sure you did something to trigger me which is why we have this issue now your ego never wants to take the blame your ego is a delusional space of perfection where you feel you are perfect as you are and your ego wants to keep you in the space that you are in that feels the best to you so your ego can survive and thrive and have you know the forefront and we all have these different parts of us your shadow your higher self your ego your inner child we have all of these different parts of us inside of us and all of these parts are independently acting upon their own needs your inner child needs something and your inner child might make you you know finish every day with some ice cream or some cookies or something sweet you know it could be your inner child that wants something sweet at the end of every meal and you just gotta have it and you're not even thinking about it anymore your inner child just automatically wants it 
It could be your ego wherever, whenever somebody tells you, hey, I want to have a conversation with you or, hey, we need to talk about something and you start getting anxious and you want to avoid them. Or it could be your ego where someone, you know, hurts your feelings or makes you feel away and you never talk to them again because you don't want to risk being misunderstood or not being heard or not being validated. You know, your ego will not risk being embarrassed, being hurt, being afraid, having all of that on the forefront. No, 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 no. Your ego wants to protect your shadow and keep everything that your shadow was battling with in the dark. Your ego doesn't want you feeling. Your ego doesn't want you vulnerable. Your ego wants you rough and tough, okay, and going where you're going to be the best in the space that you are in. Your ego doesn't want you challenged. Your ego doesn't want you backed up against a wall. But a lot of times in our efforts or just in the journey to be more confident, a part of that is challenging yourself. And a part of it is also challenging yourself even when you know you're going to fail. Even when you know for a fact that you're not going to get the job because you're not qualified. If you have the opportunity to go interview for a company that's going to, you know, align with what you want to do later in life, why don't you go and do it? Why don't you go and do it? If you know they say you need a master's degree and all you have is a bachelor's, hey, they invited you back. Why don't you go and do it? You know, why not just try? Like your confidence will tell you, hey, even if this doesn't work out, I'm still popping. I still love me. Your ego tells you if this doesn't work out, I'm done. If this don't work out, I'm done. Your ego is what's keeping you at that corporate job and not at your own business. You know, your ego is what's keeping you in that relationship because you just don't want to be single again. You don't want to have to tell everybody you single. You don't want to have to go on the, you know, on the shameful, quote unquote, the shameful tour telling everybody about the breakup and about what happened. Humility is a space where you do not give a fuck about any of that. That's why I love humility and I would not trade the humility that I have for any ounce of, I wouldn't want to be like 1% more confident or even 100% more confident if I had to trade any of the humility I have because the humility is what gives you balance. Humility gives you balance. Everything that I just said that your ego does, humility will grant you the opposite of that. Humility tells you it's okay to make a mistake. I can learn from this and be better. I'm good right now, but I can be better. Your ego wants you to feel like, hey, the best is what we're doing right now. I am the best right now. Anything comes to challenge me or confuse me or come up against me, what the fuck they doing? I, I can't get no better than this. Shit, I can't get no better than this. I'm doing pretty damn good. Your ego wants you to stay in that space. But humility is like, it's okay if I fall down because I'm gonna fall down eventually. Falling down is a part of life. Your ego loves, you know, to be comfortable and to stay in a space where you'll always be top dog. You know, your ego never wants to play second fiddle to anybody else or learn from anybody else or look like you have to be vulnerable or second place to anybody else. When in reality, in life, we are always second fiddle to something or someone. There is always someone that's smarter than you, prettier than you, more established than you, happier than you, Everywhere, all the time, always. Like anybody, it doesn't matter who they are, whoever's happier than you, there's somebody happier than them and somebody happier than them. And humility allows you to know that and be okay because it doesn't matter who's happier than you. All that matters is how you feel. You know, your ego is all about making sure that appearances are kept up and that everybody knows that you are the HBIC. Humility is saying, who am I to myself? And that's where your real confidence lies. Who are you to you? Period. Let's get into it. So when we're talking about introducing humility into your life, I feel like the way I started to introduce humility into my life is 
I had to really break down the situations I was in that didn't work out well. I had to break down the toxic relationships, the friendships I left behind, the arguments I've had in the past, the disagreements. I had to break down all of those things, the things that I didn't even really let myself think about because as soon as they happened, I was like, oh, the other person wrong. It's me, the other person wrong. I'm, you know, I got this going on or I got this going on and they doing this or whatever the case may be. And I really started to say, how can I take responsibility for the things that I've experienced. How can I take responsibility? Even if it means that I'm not fully 110% responsible, how can I take responsibility in this? You know, I've been in a lot of very toxic relationships and I knew I should have left from the start. But I stayed and I kept getting abused in all different kind of ways and cheated on and hurt and lied to, all kind of stuff. Of course, that person is wrong for all of the things they did. But humility allows me to see but girl, you should have left the first two months. Girl, you should have been left. You wouldn't even have to deal with that. You should have been left. Like your humility allows you to see what could I have done better? And that doesn't mean that I have to take any blame because it's not about blame and it's not about shame. It's not about guilt. It's not about pointing a finger and dragging yourself through the mud. It's just about allowing yourself to be human because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down. You're going to lie. You're going to feel played. You're going to get your feelings hurt. You're going to express yourself to somebody and they're going to be like, too bad. I don't care. You're going to have to validate yourself sometimes. And critique yourself sometimes, even if you have people around you who saying, oh, you're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing. Your ego will allow you to stay in spaces where people aren't challenging you. Humility wants you to be challenged. You want to be challenged because you want to be better. And life will humble you whether you want to be humbled or not, because that's just how life is. You know, life will humble you whether you want to be humbled or not. You're going to be in a, a situation where your feelings are hurt or where you're feeling down or you're not really sure where it's up, what's down, who's for you, who's against you. Life will put you in situations like that, regardless if you want to be there or not. And your ego will keep you moving forward. Your ego will keep you moving forward past it. Your confidence tells you, I can do this. I have the ability to do this. And your humility tells you, whatever happens on the way, I'm okay. I can handle it. I can handle crying. I can handle feeling down. I can handle looking bad and looking toe up and feeling toe up for a couple weeks so I can get myself together. Your ego will not let you have one bad day. Your ego doesn't want you to have a bad day. Your ego tells you, it doesn't matter how you feel. Get up. Fake it till you make it. And I think we all know how faking it till you make it happens you have a mental breakdown you lose your fucking mind literally you lose your mind you cannot fake it till you make it you will absolutely lose it and it's not about humbling yourself before everybody in your family and bowing before everybody in your life and just showing all your flaws and having everybody know your tea it's really just about you it's about how you see yourself and it's about being able to be real with yourself. I don't always tell everybody in my life about the things I realize about myself and about the problems I have going on with me and the things that I'm working on and stuff like that because it ain't nobody's business. I'm working on this for myself so I can heal myself so the other parts of me and other dimensions can be healed so my ancestors can be healed so I can feel better. It's not about what everybody else is feeling or saying. And just like I said, confidence is about how you feel about you, regardless of who is there, regardless of who can motivate you, regardless of who can push you forward and say, hey, you could do it. You could do it. Can you do that for yourself? Can you look at yourself after eight jobs have told you no and still go on applications, still go on interviews and say, you know what, this is going to be the one. And if it's not, the next one going to be the one. If it's not, the next one going to be the one. Or is it going to keep you holding on? 
Your ego will absolutely keep you holding on, especially to your relationships. You know what keeps you thinking? Let me go back one more time. Maybe I can fix it. You know what keeps you thinking? This person can't be doing this to me. I'm going to be the one to change their ways. You know what keeps you thinking that? And being delusional? Your ego, child. Your ego makes you think that you are the one that's going to make a hoe into a housewife. I wish I had another expression for that, like for men. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think hoes is a real thing, by the way. Like, please. We all hoes. You know, we all do whatever we want to do. We all hoes. But anyway, like I'm saying, you know, I feel like your ego will make you feel like it is your not even your job your ego will make you feel like oh my god it doesn't matter who we find on the street they're gonna love us and they're gonna treat us right because we us like how can you treat me wrong how can you lie to me if I come into your life how can you not want to be married you know how many people stay in relationships when somebody told them I don't want to be married I don't want to have kids and they do it anyway because they feel I'm gonna change their mind you can't take what you found outside and bring that in your house. You can't take no no wild animal and bring it into your house and domesticate it because you that good with animals. You not that good with animals, baby. You need to let them animals out of your house and out of your mind and realize I can't tame everybody. I can't fix everybody. I can't heal everybody. And that in itself is a humbling moment because I've definitely been in a lot of relationships where I felt like, okay, this person might be doing this, but they ain't gonna do it to me. And I say hoe in a housewife, but maybe I should say hoe in a house husband or something like that because I've been with a lot of hoes, you know, in, in my in my past life. And it's like you date people, and you know they ain't bringing nothing to the table. You know they're not really about to elevate you in any way, but you feel like for some reason you'll get something different than everybody else did. Or like we see every woman in America who ends up having a baby for somebody that's garbage. You know what I'm saying? And they feel like, oh, but they're going to do right by me and my baby. And what do they do? They leave you and your baby like they left everybody else and their baby. Your ego is telling you that you're going to get a different experience from everybody else. Your ego is telling you everybody else is having a hard day. Everybody else has struggles, but not you. You don't deal with those things. You're perfect in your little world. And that is such a disservice to you. Because you can't fix anything that's obviously wrong. Everybody has things in their life that are obviously wrong. Obviously. Like, I feel like a lot of times the goal and confidence in the beginning is to feel strong enough to fix your life. To get the confidence to believe that you can make your life better. You need confidence to pray. It's called faith, baby. You need that. You need confidence to pray. You need confidence to manifest. You need confidence to clear your energy. You need confidence to wake up in the morning and believe you're going to have a good day. When every day else been bad, you need that. And that comes from accepting the good and the bad. You know, confidence is also about total knowing. I know my good. I know my bad. I know my ups. I know my downs. I know the good stuff about me. I know the bad stuff about me. I know the stuff I need to change. I know the stuff that just is who I am. So I'm not changing it. And it's not even that bad. So I'm not going to change it. No way. I know the stuff that I'm in denial about. I know me. And knowing yourself is a place where humility has to live because it's a humbling experience to realize who you are, realize how life has affected you and just realize who you are outside of the things that you've experienced in life. Because a lot of the things that we've picked up on are possibly things that we dealt with in past lives that you haven't fixed yet. You might be dealing with issues from a past life that you haven't even dealt with yet. So you carry in that same stuff again. And who you are, you are who you are when you come out your mama. When you grow in your mama, you are who you are, okay? Life does certain things, 
but we have a nature in us to be who we are, to carry certain things, to heal certain things in this lifetime. And humility just keeps you in a space where you can see what you have to work on. And then when you work on it, humility doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be about, oh, look at all my flaws. Because you seeing your flaws lets you fix it. Just like I said, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is not bliss. Knowledge is where you get your power from. If you can see it, you can deal, it, deal with it. You can fix it. You can move forward. You can get yourself together. I feel like your environment also has a huge part to play in all of this. Because for me, I feel like I also, in my most delusional spaces, I was around a lot of delusional individuals. I was dating people who were delusional. I was dating people who were not able to see their wrongs. I had friends who were delusional in their relationships, not able to see their wrongs, always making mistakes for different things, always accepting different things that's affecting their energy. You know, regardless if you want to admit it or not, when you are in a space, anybody, family, friend, people on your job, relationship, when you have people beating down on you and not even physically whether they're doing physically or not spiritually abusing you emotionally abusing you financially weighing you down that is going to affect who you are and who you believe yourself to be and when you are radiating that type of energy and frequency it's easy to affect the people around you who are trying to work on their frequency It's easy for me to start feeling insecure because you're not dealing with your insecurities and I'm trying to work on mine. So when I'm around you, I'm feeling my insecurities times 10 because you're trying to avoid all of yours. You know, when you aren't settled in your spirit, because please believe when you fighting and tussling with your ego, I want to leave. I want to stay. I want to leave. I can make it work. When you fighting and fighting and fighting, your energy is not settled. You are constantly battling with yourself and the people around you can pick up on it. Now, they might not know exactly what it is. They might not have the verbiage to describe it, but let that shit go. People going to tell you it's different. When you get out of a bad relationship, people be talking about happy weight. No, you just healthy, baby. You healthy again. Your body is functioning how it needs to. Your skin glowing. Ooh, you happy. Yeah, you healthy. You're detoxing. You know, how you feel emotionally absolutely affects your physical body. And the people around you can feel it in their spirit body. They can feel it. They can know what you're experiencing. They know what you're dealing with. It absolutely affects them. That's why it's so easy to isolate people when they're in abusive relationships. Because nobody wants to be around you anyway. Okay, when you're in an abusive relationship, it's so easy for you to be isolated by your abuser because everybody can feel the energy that's coming off of you. And it's making them not even want to be around you, even if they want to help you. The energy is scary. It's unsettling. It makes them uncomfortable. It makes people uncomfortable. And you breaking your ego down. And breaking your ego down is something that is a lifelong thing. But I feel like accepting humility and working on humility in the, you know, at the same time is really what's going to help it and heal it. Because the more you accept the fact that you can't fix everybody and do everything, the more it's less scary to you. It's not a bad thing that you can't fix everybody and help everybody and do everything. That's not bad. That's the reality. And the reality is okay. It's okay. Like, you don't have to keep every bad relationship around waiting for them to just look at you one day and be like, you know what? I'm going to get right for them today. You don't have to wait on that. 
Another thing too, holding grudges. My ego was having me hold on to so many grudges because I wanted people to come groveling to me on their knees and apologize. You did something wrong to me. I want you to come apologize and beg for my fucking forgiveness. Girl, you think them people think about you? They're not. Anybody that's done you wrong, if they've been released or forgiven for that, they had to deal with that with God. It's not even your burden to, to hold on to. When people do you dirt, that's not even your burden to hold on to and deal with. You thinking about it and reliving it only traumatizes you. They're on to the next thing. They're going to have to deal with that and heal that in their own time. They might not ever come back to you and apologize. And your ego will keep you holding on to that. Your humility tells you, I don't need somebody to, you know, bow before me and do the most and beg for my forgiveness for me to let this go. I can let this go on my own. I don't need you to feel bad about what you did to me for me to be released from it. I can choose to release myself. And humility is seen as something that is like meek or shy or vulnerable or weak. And humility is strength. There is so much strength and not giving a fuck about what anybody else feels, says, thinks about your experience. You are taking control with humility. Humility gives you the power to take control and the power to say, this is my life. I will go after what I want. If it doesn't work out, oh, well. Oh, well, I'm not letting any bad, normal thing that happens to me knock me down because it's normal to be betrayed and hurt. Whatever you've had done to you, I promise people have had worse done to them. I promise. If you are here listening to this podcast, people have had worse done to them because there's people that have been in situations and relationships and all kind of things with their friends. and They're not even here no more to talk about it or tell nobody their story. Okay, it's a gift to still be in a sane mind frame, in a healthy mental state. It's a gift to still be moving and shaking and moving forward in spite of everything that you've experienced. That in itself should make you confident. That in itself should make you confident. But again, your ego makes you feel like you have to be safe and hidden from all of these things to thrive. And that is not the case. You will thrive when you're able to look at whatever has harmed you and be okay about it. It doesn't affect you, it doesn't trigger you because you've put yourself back together. And I feel like having the intention of your confidence to make you feel strong, make you feel powerful, help you put yourself back together, help you reset, all of that will make sure that when you're moving forward, if you do start to develop you know, any, um, any traits that aren't really aligning with your intention, you'll be able to catch it. You know, you won't be six years down the line in a terrible relationship wondering, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm still thinking I can fix this person. I'm still thinking this person is going to look at me one day and want to change their life. You know, what's caused me to be here? Why can I not accept that this person just is who they are? And I'm not that person for them. They are just not that into you. They are just not that into me. I am not who they want to heal for. And that is okay. Let me get my things. Let me get my things. Okay. And confidence back in on the back end. Confidence is letting you know, you know what your worth is. You know what your worth is. Someone should meet you, connect with you, and stand up straight. Okay? When I walk in, sit up straight. You should see me and sit up straight and get your shit together. Period. And if you don't, then maybe you just aren't the person for me. And that's okay. Everybody you come across is not going to sit up straight for you. Everybody you're going to come across is not going to come correct. Because they might not see it in you. They might not feel like you all that. They might not want to do it for you, but you will come across people who value your energy, your time. You will come across that. And you building confidence in yourself is definitely one of the first steps in you creating the relationships that you want, having the people that you want in your life. Make sure you keep that ego in check. 
and just stay humble along the journey and be open to discovering new things because as you work to be more confident of course you're going to think about dang I can't believe I let all these people do this to me I can't believe I let all these things happen and that's the truth a lot of times not being confident in yourself definitely allows you to let a lot of shit slide that you shouldn't let slide but you have to be able to understand I was in that space feeling that way. I can release that right now. I don't have to ever experience that ever again. Like it's done. I don't have to ever be down ever again or be frustrated again or deal with this pain ever again. It's done. I'm free from it. I'm released. You know, you absolutely have the power to release yourself from that. And humility will give you the strength to look at it. Confidence will give you the strength to keep moving forward and knowing that you can do it period and sometimes you need your ego you know what I'm saying it ain't all bad all parts of you are not all bad everything is you know imbalanced I feel like sometimes you need your ego to give your confidence a little extra boost you know remind you who you are and let you know you know what's going on seriously but it's all imbalanced and I definitely think understanding the traits of your ego understanding what your ego has allowed you to sit through is definitely key again because when those things pop back up you're going to be able to recognize them but yeah guys I feel like finding the balance between confidence ego humility um, even being conceited honey setting boundaries finding your worth all of these things is such an intricate delicate dance that we experience all throughout life you know in every space we want confidence to express ourselves and get what we need and love ourselves through it and I feel like you know there's a lot of different things that we could come across and humility and ego the battle between the two is really something that you know can make or break these spaces that we are going to be in so yes guys thank you for being here and listening to another spiel listening to another rant on the podcast i appreciate y'all i love you guys so much we are almost at four thousand listens um for the overall podcast which i'm super 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 excited about i have not even been doing this for that long um it's only been a couple of months and i'm really 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 excited about the feedback i thank you guys so much for being here with me and yes make sure you guys check out the book club i love 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 y'all check us out on your virtual sister circle at instagram but yes let me know on the instagram how you guys have felt about confidence ego humility what have you learned on your journey and what are your intentions as you move forward in these spaces Thank you for listening again. I appreciate you guys as always. And I will see you guys next time. Goodbye, guys. Bless.